Welcome to Network Today. I'm Cheryl Powers. I'm Rob Bliss. And today we're not taking you from meeting people to making money. We're not because we have a special present. But first of all, I just want to wish, hope everybody had a great Merry Christmas. And it's, we're only like, Cheryl, we're like four days away from the new year. Happy New, new year. year. And so what else? What else? We're going to let you laugh. This is the gift of laughter and enjoyment. And you're going to get little snippets throughout the, this whole 2022 as we put a nice big bow right. on this year. Yeah. We wrap it up. This will be fun. So we hope you enjoy. And we just thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our Network Nation hearts that you have spent your time with us this year. We take that with a complete, complete uh, just honor. Yes. It's just been an honor. And we just, again, wish everybody a, a happy new year that, you know, 2023 is around the corner and we're just so excited to bring you Network Today. That's right. And we'll see you next year. Welcome to Network Today. We're so excited. Are you excited? I'm pumped up. I am pumped up. Well, you're also Rob Bliss. <laughs> so that would be... thanks, thanks for the reminder, Cheryl. <laughs> That's right. And I'm Cheryl Powers. You know, another important thing, too, is, you know, is, is to learn to build relationships. You know, and that, and that takes in the follow-up. You know, not just meeting one time and then you're, you go to the next event, meet more people. You go to the next event, meet more people. No, you've got to get a chance to build those relationships. And I think that is such a key newbies out there is that don't just collect business cards, build your relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It is all about relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you better be trustworthy. So because big, big if you're key. not trustworthy, they're not going to, they're not going to refer you. Yeah. And I think so many people yeah. who start a business or their first job out of the gates of sales, no one's really taking the time to train them on building the relationship. It's about getting the numbers or getting the sale. And that becomes the focus, not really the person who they're trying to help. So I think there's a big difference with, go, like I said, going to give instead of the going to get mentality. You can really tell that on people, just the energy they give off, the things they say, and definitely the actions they're taking. Taking if they're passing their business cards around just like a deck of cards. I try to I try to focus before I get to an event of possible interactions that I might have and or if it's a group that I may not know anybody in, I kind of have a target in mind of the type of person that I really want to have a conversation with. And so if I can walk away with you know, one or two good conversations and business cards from people like that, then the events is success, you know, even though I may have talked to 15 or 20 people, right? How would you explain being focused to entrepreneurs specifically? So those in the networking realm, how do you stay focused? You know, I'm a big believer that it all starts with uh, your mission. So each person has their own personal mission and then your company is going to have that mission. So if you're a business owner, those two missions need to jive and you just need to run everything by your mission and, and just think of everything that you're doing and does it align to where you're trying to go in life.
Okay. Uh, but I've had a long sales career, and sometimes I've spent a year or two years of following up with people. And sometimes those turn out to be your best clients, your biggest sales, um, because they can, right, like, again, busy, difficult yeah. to get a hold of people. They're going to respect your yeah. perseverance. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of a never give up kind of person, but I do eventually move on. And then maybe six months later, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that person Well, let me check in with them. And randomly, sometimes they'll, I'll invite them to a luncheon and they don't respond to my email about the luncheon, but next thing I know, they've become a member of the chamber. Right. So right. Right. <laughs> just people are very random yeah. um, and you don't know. So yeah. you just do what makes sense for you. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's the most important thing, Cheryl, you and I were talking about uh, the follow-up process. It's a little bit like planting a seed yeah. and then forgetting about it. You know, yeah. you put it in that pretty pot out by the, the porch. Yeah. And you put that seed in there and you, know, you don't water it and you don't tend it. You know, what happens to it? That's exactly what happens when you don't follow up. It's a whole bunch of nothing. Right. Yeah. You just have a bunch of dry dirt. Yeah. John Maxwell actually gave one of the best quotes on leadership and what leadership is. And he just defined it, defined it as influence. And so understanding that you are influencing yourself every day. Hmm. And with that influence comes a responsibility. And the responsibility is to be purposeful, okay. to be curious and to be engaged and to follow up, quite frankly, mm-hmm. after you go out and network. And so that's part of my discipline, ensuring that I'm purposeful. Uh, the one word I guess that I could use would be intentional okay. in what I do. Okay. Choosing the networking events that make sense for me and that I have... Uh, at least uh, a time of preparation so that I'm effective. Love, purposeful, intentional. Those are all great words. So how, how did you break down um, the being overwhelmed with processes and new relationships and thing like things like that? You know, for being overwhelmed, one of the most important things is my attitude. And it's anyone's attitude. It's where it starts. You decide how you're going to address being overwhelmed. And prioritizing, I think, is Mm. the first step Mm. that you take. And I wrote down what I wanted to get out of relationships, what I was in in going to the networking events for. Um, And it was to make relationships with people that you can grow your business with. And um, so, you know, prioritization was a big one for me because I did not know. I come from the nonprofit industry. So stepping into this role as sales or business development, development was, uh, I mean, it was overwhelming. What advice would you give somebody that's just getting started in networking so they don't, you know, so they can be proactive and don't reach that burnout stage? Or is that something you just, you're going to eventually happen to you? I think it happens periodically to people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think you do need to have a plan in place. Um, I've learned organizations that are helpful to me in networking, mm-hmm. and I continue to uh, go to those organizations, go to those meetings. I don't necessarily feel compelled to be there at every single meeting, every single month. Right. That's part of being free is yeah. not you know, feeling like you have to be there. Right. Um, I have avoided organizations that I felt were not in my best interest. But you're really intentional about gratitude. How has that... Um, how has being intentional about gratitude helped you personally? Well, I, I, I think the, you know, just 
recognizing people and, and letting people know that the things that you're do that they're doing for me are appreciated. I mean, I, I don't think that's a natural thing. I think that the people take others for granted many yeah. times. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I sent out thank you notes. I just got a, a, a notepad printed up with my stationery that I'm, I got 500 of them. So I have 500 thank yous to send out now. <laughs> right. So to be, be surprised. Yeah, that's right. And I was going out, you know, just kind of don't breathe during the sales call and do it and come back. And I had a woman one day say to me, just kind of eh, off the cuff, she said, you know, the sooner you start acting like you, instead of trying to be them, this is going to go a whole lot better. Wow. What brilliant. <laughs> So how do you keep in contact with those key go-to people that are reciprocal referral partners mm -hmm. um, and, and keep that power team going? So I kind of always refer to it as kind of the spokes on a wheel. So I always look at it like that. You know, the nucleus is the mm -hmm. client. Right. And then if you look at every spoke that goes off of that, that's your insurance person, your private equity guy, your banker, like everybody who is really an important person to that business owner. Yeah. And really from that point, I just try to keep those folks uh, in my serum system, kind of a special title in mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And that way I can drip uh, whether it's different new products or services that we're offering or client stories, testimonials, just different things where basically I'm keeping top of mind for them right. and then constantly figuring out what is your message? What is your two to three sentence pitch that I can forward on to my clients? So what is, say, your number one advice to the audience of how to begin working the room? Uh, be a three-dimensional person, make eye contact, use good body skill structure. Cheryl always has a very good eye and body structure where she looks open to networking and communicating. Use your skill set of speaking and also use body language. You can wave mm -hmm. if you're in a big room. If you've ever been in a really big room like a big wedding, you can't run up and talk to them, but you can wave. Uh, you can also smile, which is very important. Mm -hmm. You can make gestures. And then if you don't know someone, the very most important thing is to admit it and say, I would certainly uh, enjoy meeting you. And if this is the first time, my name is Ron Kennedy. And if it's the second time, my name is Ron Kennedy. And they laugh. So I always try to make the people who <laughs> like are there, that. if they are first-time visitors or not, feel comfortable. And let them know I'm someone they can look for in the future and have kind of a, a safe space, if you will. You never know. And so to your point, yes, making introductions, mm -hmm. yeah. just allow yourself to be open. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of stay out of judgment and remain in curiosity at all times. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, you know, that's if good. You, if you judge who's a good person to meet or, or you're trying to figure out how I can refer this person because I really don't understand their business, don't worry about that. Just introduce them. That's right. <laughs> So with this focus now that we see all the time about you need to stand out, you need yep. to develop your own personal brand. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed a difference or have you made any changes from day one until you were where you are today? I don't think I have because I learned a long time ago in the selling world, if you want to be invited back, be good. If you're consistent with being good, 
you've got a chance to have a great career in whatever endeavor. So I, one of the things that we need to do is, is be consistent, but deliver on promises. I, I think one of the biggest things is that we are selling ourselves. And one of the great qu quotes I learned many years ago, if you're going to sell yourself, make sure you believe in the product. And, and that's, <laughs> that's got to be consistent throughout right. the networking. So many people, and we've all heard this, when they get in front of a networking group, the first words out of their mouth are what? My name is so-and-so, yeah, and I yeah. represent this company. Yeah. You know what? Nobody cares. <laughs> I hate to be the bearer right. of bad news. Nobody <laughs> cares. Right. What people want to know in the room is, what is the benefit of me knowing you and listening to what you're saying in the next 30 seconds to one minute? Yeah. So it is your responsibility to engage them in that That's first right. with the hook. That's right. Um, but I encourage anybody uh, developing their core story to have a more uh, expanded one. And you can repurpose this just like any other, uh, other of your marketing content. You can repurpose it for several different things. So um, you could have a short one when you're at these kind of events and you're talking to three or four people at once. You don't want to talk for four minutes about yourself. Um, but you could have a longer, more intimate one when you're having a nice sit down over coffee with one person right. yeah. and uh, you really want to vibe and connect with that mm -hmm. person. And mm -hmm. my advice is just to read the room and just figure out, do you want to do a more long, more intimate version or do you want to do a short, concise one? Yeah, you know, along those same lines, like I think one of the things that's very common now is this sort of the giveaway. Like, well, how can I add value to whatever it is you're doing? Mm -hmm. So I think, and that, that really kind of spurred on all thought, like I'm seeing a QR code, like the QR code on this card right here mm -hmm. took me to a, here's the top 10 accounting tips. Right, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. well, that was really cool. They're giving yeah. me something right. through this. So yeah. Yeah. I think that that's great. It's like a call to action, but I'm also giving something of value, yeah. maybe combining like all of these things together. Absolutely. So. Okay, well, I'll have to talk to my... Uh, your people. My, my, your my people. Your people. <laughs> we'll have to work on getting that, getting that going. <laughs> So resilience, what does resilience mean to you? Oh my goodness, resilience, it means weathering through. It means getting up and going again. Like I just, you know, one of the things I always share and I talk about this, it's it's kind of just something I've adopted. I don't, mm -hmm. I, when I see something going into something, I just automatically know there's going to be crisis. Something's going to happen. Yeah. But our job is not really to look at that and say, okay, is it going to happen? We know it's going to happen. Yeah. Your job is yeah. to figure out yeah. how to get around it. So I, that's yeah. when I think of resilience is learning to navigate around yeah. challenges, obstacles, yeah. adversity. Well, I always say proof, proofread it. With anything, I'm a speech coach. So I, I teach speakers how to speak on stages. And I always say if you want to write out your speech, fine. But take that speech and walk with it. Walk with it and say it out loud because it becomes more conversational. Yeah. So if you read it back out loud, you'll go, oh, I don't really talk like that. And you can that's, edit it. That's a really great point that's with an email point. as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? So would you talk in a big old paragraph right. or would you talk in, in little right. sentences? So I use Salesforce Lightning. Okay. And there is a plugin tool from Salesforce Lightning that will pull contacts out of LinkedIn and move them into your CRM. 
Well, see, there we go. This is why we're having a conversation with John. Yeah, and a lot of these CRMs, the great thing about it, and they, they're much more now than just like, hey, it's, it's a pipeline and, and then there's your sales piece and all that. It's now there's a full operational piece in the okay. background and the amount of plugins and tools are crazy. Uh, the Salesforce I use comes with Zoom. Uh, I have Zoom Info attached to it, Sales Navigator. Um, uh, I have Insight in there. Uh, there's a bunch of tools I have attached to it. So I could be on anybody's page click on it, it opens up, I can find their contact information and immediately populate into that's my, nice. into oh, that's my, uh, so my there's CRM. the answer. What are some of the criteria, at least in your mind, it could be high level, it could be really specific, that you say, okay, that, they've started to move into my, my, my vision, right? For me, I like to make networking introductions first for who they like to meet. The reason I like to do that is it's kind of a test for if they're actually going to follow up, right? And right. they're actually going to update me on that introduction because if they're not, pretty good, pretty good chance that they're not going to follow up with the client introductions that I make too. Yeah, that is a that is a good point. So why should a professional use LinkedIn? Number one, because you say you are a professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Because many people these days are not asking for business cards. They're ask, asking you to connect on LinkedIn. So you really need to make sure that you're not only on LinkedIn, because I have some people, yeah, I did a profile years ago, I haven't visited, but you really need to be active on LinkedIn because that's how people look you up, want to know how they can connect with you. And the key word is network with you because you never know. People, especially business professionals, always think that LinkedIn is only for jobs. Right, right. And that's the old way when they first came out. That's yes. where you had to be to get a job. It's not about that. And I also liken it to be, yeah, you can get a job, meaning you can get a client. That is a job, right? If you can get a client from there. That's why it's so important for everybody to be on, that, uh, on LinkedIn. So what goes into your thought process in making a referral first? Well, um, you have to connect people that are going to benefit from one another, clearly. Um, so if I am uh, at a meeting and I find out that somebody has a service that, say, Rob might benefit from, well, I might say, hmm, Rob might be a great connection for this person and vice versa. So making the connection between two parties that are going to benefit from one another, whether it's securing business from one another or whether they will be good networking partners for one another. So as a fellow networker, do you also categorize us based on industry? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I think that's critical. That's yeah. a great point, yeah. uh, Chuck, because again, like you say, if you do this blast and it goes to someone in an office environment, you know, they're just going to click delete it. Uh, or, or you come across as, what is this guy talking about? This doesn't even apply to me. Right. That, that's, yeah. yeah. You know? So that's a great and point. And so I try to personalize those messages, and some of them are obviously boilerplate, but if you can personalize it three or four times and keep it short and sweet, um, it's, it's not just boilerplate now. Now it's right. something that's germane to what they're looking for. What component of reciprocity as it applies to networking? Because mm -hmm. that's the show, Network Today. Um, wh what do you say in your mind is the application to networking for reciprocity? Hmm. For me, the law of reciprocity has always been sort of my number one networking strategy. And it's a 
strategy where you can feel really good about at the end mm -hmm. of the day. Mm -hmm. um, sort of giving in as much as you can and expecting nothing in return and just right. trusting that the universe at some point in time, karma, right, right. will yeah. sort of deliver things back to you in spades. What is your accountability in those situations when all of a sudden, because it happens sometimes, like the wheels are turning, but you don't have like a notepad. Like, right. so what's your accountability there? Uh, it's challenging to, if you want to go out there and meet everybody, that's going to be a little tough. So basically I try to focus on meeting like three or four key people that I can really develop a relationship with and I can really help. So uh, I don't try to do the scattershot. If I kind of connect with three or four people, okay. which is great and be able to realize, can I really help this person? And if I can, like I said, I try to get that in, uh, introduction out between 24 and 48 hours. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It's do you have the chops, mm -hmm. right? Do you have the experience to do it? But that is kind of punching the ticket, if you will. The mm -hmm. second part is really the most important, and that is, are you going to deliver what you say? Are you going to mm -hmm. return calls? Are you going to be there? Are you going to mm -hmm. step up and deliver mm -hmm. what you have communicated that your value proposition is? And how are you going to do that? Yeah. And will you do it with integrity and with grace and energy? And so all of the things that your brand would want aligned, I need to make sure that I'm aligned with yours and with yours. And so those are really the keys when it comes to that part of reputation. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm with Paychecks and the PEO side. I listened to episode three on my way to this amazing event. Uh, my biggest takeaway from that was that there is a distinction between networking and mingling. I love to meet new people. If I could make that a profession, I would do it. Um, but I really came into this event and will go into future events with um, more intentional business conversations in mind. Hi, my name is Deborah with Healthcare Solutions. And my favorite episode was the one about business cards. Does anybody have a stash of business cards on their desk like I do? And I think Rob and Shell did a great job of talking about the process of what do you do with all those business cards and all those names and all those connections and how do you really make them meaningful relationships? So that was one of my favorite episodes, business cards. Hi, I'm Sean Rosensteel. I am an EOS implementer, and I just listened to episode 28 on reputation with Glenna Hecht. And I think my biggest takeaway was growing up, my parents always used to tell me that what other people think of you is none of your business. And after listening to Glenna, her insights about reputation, uh, I think it's time for me to uh, make my reputation my business and pay attention to it a little bit more. So thank you so much, Glenna, for all of your insights and guidance. Hi, I'm Zoe Martin. I may be, Rob says, the only person who has listened to all 28 episodes of the Network Today podcast. So woo um, I'm. I just wanted to bring up that I'm proof that if you implement the the actual information that you're learning, it works. Um, I wanted to also bring up episode 13, Ron Kennedy. I was really hoping he was going to be here today. He talked about working a room and. I moved here in August. That was when Cheryl first mentioned the Network Today podcast. And in when she mentioned it, I like jumped on board. I binge watched or binge listened because I was doing Spotify, all of those episodes. And then, you know, obviously I just finished the other one the other night. Um, but here in, yeah, I live in McKinney. I have implemented the Network Today podcast. And in the four months that I've been here, I have done more networking and made better connections in the 
than the four years prior that I was in Longview, Texas. So shout out to Cheryl and Rob. They're doing a great podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, you totally should. This has been a Purple Cow production.